Welcome, superstars, to another episode of The Odd Couple of Real Estate. It's your truly, Mr. Tycoon, the Undisputed King of Wholesaler. And we also have in the building Mr. Don Duadil DeRosa. Good morning. How are you? It's Fantastic. Been it's been a while. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. A lot has gone on. Um, know you had a birthday and ran the uh, triathlon, the triathlon, the triathlon yeah. and then today coming that beautiful truck out there. I mean, the Mercedes of Ford trucks. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that, was, that, was a, that was a treat. That was a treat. Yeah. And, and, and that kind of takes me into our subject matter. Even though everyone is talking about a recession, you got that beautiful truck out there. Someone said, Mr. Tycho, you was going for 10 days on your anniversary. Um, how? I mean, we're in a recession. You know, I'm sure your deal flow is down. Um and so that's what I want to talk about. Are we in a recession, Don? Um, two things. One, are we? Number two, when do you think we're we're going to come out? And the third thing is, what can a person do who um, is um, challenged right now, you know, um, with this recession? Or are we there yet? Well, well, if you listen to politicians, they've redefined the definition of recession but at the end of the day, basic economics is, yes, we are in a recession. I mean, plain and simple. You've got inflation that's at an all-time high. You have, I mean, everything's... Costs more. Everything costs more. From potato right? chips to gas. Uh, you can walk down any grocery store aisle and see bigger packages, less product, higher price. Right. I mean, think about it. Uh, but we are in a, an election year. So you asked a question earlier that you said, are we really in a recession? And how does that real does does the election really affect that? Right. And the answer is absolutely. So you know, I don't care which side of the aisle you're on, uh, but the re- the recession is absolutely real because think about it. Let's take Gas prices, just gas prices. What's different now? Gas prices are down to $3 and something a gallon. They were, in some places of the country, you know, six, sometimes even higher than $6 a gallon. Right. What really changed? You know, they came back to us and said it was because of the war. They, I mean, they named a plethora of things that were happening. Okay. None of that has, I mean, we're still in a war. We're still, all those things were still there. Right. But then all of a sudden, the gas prices dramatically have come down two, three dollars a gallon. Now, they're still not back to where they were when uh, the administration's predecessor was here. Right. Okay. But there's, they're bound significantly than they were before. What's changed? I can tell you what's changed. In my opinion, this is all my opinion. Of okay, course. let's go. It's an election year. I mean, think about, you know, I mean, you can't turn on a TV without one party bashing the other. Right. I mean, it's all conditioning. And we have to be aware of that. But the truth of the matter is, are you, here's the bottom line, are you better off today than you were two years ago? And the, the, the answer is no, financially. Inflation has, is at an all-time 50, 40 year high. Right. Okay. Interest rates are climbing to some of the, the most they've seen in 30, 40 years. 
Um, now, I'm a big proponent that I think interest rates never should have dropped below 5%. Ever. Why is that? Because I think it creates the inflation that we see today. I think, you know, we mentioned this, we talked about this before the show. Here in Atlanta, for example, the average income for the average middle class, or I shouldn't say middle class, the average income. Let's just look at average because you got high, low, but the average, 70 grand a year. Okay? That's the average income of someone in Metro Atlanta. Statistically. Statistically. Uh, do you know the average price of a home in Metro Atlanta? It's four hundred and thirty thousand dollars. At right. least it was. Right. Because it used to be three fifty, so that's going up. Now, and even just touching on that, we know during the um, uh, um, where was I going? Just saw a phone call come through. Um. We're talking about the, the pricing and, and the interest rate. Well, I kind of lost thought. Go ahead. Yeah, go that's ahead. okay. So think about you've got wages are not going up. They're not. They're going up 2%, 3% a year, as they always do. But inflation is going up much higher, much faster. The price of home is going much faster. Oh, I know where I was going. Now you've got interest rates climbing. Okay, so is that going to affect us? Uh, yes. Now, you asked earlier, before the show, you said, you know, why aren't, why do you think foreclosures, because we've been predicting foreclosures to go up. Through the roof. Right. 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 And you said, well, why do you think they're not going up as we anticipated? Well, I have answers to those. I have opinions, right? I just talked to a few sheriffs in Cobb County just the other day. And they're just now, even though the moratorium's been over for months, they're just now getting to the point where they're starting evictions. They've only been evicting people for the last couple of weeks, right? So evictions haven't. So happened. things been bottlenecked or just yeah, backlogged. Still, I mean, you're still you still have people not going back to work. You still have. I mean, I mean, I could go on. This could be three different shows, right? For the length of things that are going wrong. But I guess the question we need to ask is. What can we do about it? Right. What can be done? And the question I, I had earlier that I wanted to discuss was, we know that, that um, again, around our real estate um, industry, looking at um, the recession, and we remember when um, all the lumber prices, windows, all the costs of material to rehab a house, whether it's new construction or just a rehab, was through the roof. And then also the time lapse because of getting the material. Is that still in play today? Um, yes, I do believe it is still in play today. I mean, I don't, it depends on the materials that you're buying, but think about think of it this way: interest rates. The Fed is interest in increasing interest rates for the sole purpose of basically keeping inflation or bringing down inflation. Okay, there's basically intentionally pushing down on people's spending powers. They're, that's just that's the intent of it by increasing interest rates. Well, what happens when you, I mean, this is an inevitability. What happens when you increase the, you know, everything we've been doing late, lately has been what I call artificially stifled. 
foreclosures have been artificially stifled by the government you, because of the pandemic. They've artificially suppressed that. Same thing with bankruptcy. Same things with eviction. Same thing with all of that. Everything's been suppressed uh, by the government or the agencies saying, nope, we can't do that. I mean, look at the, the student loans. Now we are, the, the, the president's come out and said, okay, well, we're going we're gonna to eliminate $10,000 worth of debt. Well, that sounds great. But what, what kind of, I mean, what kind of trickle-down effect does that have? Right. Now, we've already seen, he said that months ago, and we're already seeing states coming out saying, okay, well, that's fine, but you're going to pay taxes. You're going to pay taxes on it. Right. Okay, some of them, not all of them. Right. But, but how many others aren't going to, how many other companies that aren't a government-backed student loan are going to push back at that? Right. Because banks still need to make money. Right. And they did borrow the money regardless of what kind of trickery we went on with it and not understand the fullness yeah. of it. You know, it, 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 I'm working with a buyer right now on a particular property that we have that did a lease purchase. And he's in his late 50s. And his credit is messed up because of that student loan. Yeah. I mean, think and about I, it. It's gonna... just amazing. I, I, it's amazing to me that people are still dealing with student loans into their 40s and 50s. Absolutely. Um, because of poor management or it, it was just a, a upside down situation they got into when they borrowed well, all that money going to school. I think education is way overpriced. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think education's important. I think it's super important. You you are, you know, basically you earn. What that's you a whole know. nother show, though. Because everybody to get a degree don't but, mean they know how to sell themselves. That's true. But think about what's happening, you know, and, and the title is, are we in a recession? Right. Yes. In my opinion, full-blown, because think about this, and it's going to get worse. So we have student loans that are now going to come due. Yeah, you're going to get $10,000, but what about the people that have fifty, sixty, dollars $100,000? That's what I'm saying. Which, how does 10000 affect 70000 If you it can't doesn't. pay 50, 70, you it can't doesn't. pay sixty. It doesn't. So they're not used to paying that now, okay? And the people who haven't paid that student loan, you know, a lot of people don't manage money well. Right. So Most. Right. So what we're seeing across the board and, Go Google it yourself. Credit card debt is on the rise. People are living off of credit card debt. Well, now that the interest rates have just increased, that's going to have a trickle-down effect to car loans, um, credit cards, you name it, which is going to in turn increase bankruptcy rates, which is going to in turn increase foreclosures. Because remember, this is all designed, all this is to help the middle class the people in the middle, but at the end of the day, it's going to destroy the people in the middle, in my opinion, right. because those people in the middle, they don't have the ability to, if I miss, if I'm, if I'm a person that works paycheck to paycheck, okay, that little bit of reprieve helped me, but if all of a sudden now that inflation pushes everything up to the point where my credit card bill that I had maxed out was at $500 a month and I could barely pay that then, now that interest rates go up, now that same debt goes up to $600 a month. And any ARM products you have or anything like that, you're upside down. So now what do you do? The minute you have one hiccup in your life, medical you know, some kind of hardship financially, you miss that one or two house payments, you can't recover. Right, right. Now, now Donna, I, I read this article probably two years ago, three years ago, maybe at the at the most. 
And again, I have sometimes some challenges when I look at statistics because we know only because it's written in black and white on online don't mean it's, it's so. However, I kind of was in agreement when I saw this. It said 65% of our American population doesn't have $500 in savings. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, I would. I mean, because maybe that not not maybe not that number, but it, I would tend it, to agree it said that the majority 500 of people, because people are living paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. And as you know, most people we we understand what credit in our ideology of belief is. It's used to buy assets and to make money, right? Not to buy doodads or stuff you don't need because you're not willing to wait until you save enough money to go get the new iPad or the phone. And, and and even when you look at stuff like that, you know, both of us talking about we, we were with T-Mobile, when you see the trickery of a $1,000 phone, but you sign up for 24 months and we'll break your payments down over 24 months, sure. you're still paying for it. Yeah, you're still paying for and it. And now you have a bill on top of that. So if you couldn't afford to buy the phone, you definitely don't need to put it on payment when you're already upside down. And then again, it's not even a tool that you're using. It's just for phone call purposes. Yeah. I, and, yeah. you know, or you see a room to go, no interest for 36 months. But they don't tell them that it's all accumulating if you don't pay this thing off in 36 months. So that $10,000 now is $30,000. That's right. And now it's tore up also. It's raggedy. And now you got to start paying for something that you've all. It's almost like when people pay people before they do the work. Yeah. It's hard to go do a job after you've been paid for it yeah. and that money's gone now. Yeah, you spend it. That's why yeah. I tell people in you know, in the rehab business. They go, well, we want 50% down. Never do that. No. Never do that. Because no. they'll take your 50%, do a little bit of work. Do the demo work. Right, right. And then go on to the next job to get that next 50%, and they ain't coming back. And you, right. it's, you're fighting like hell to get them back. So as we, so we are in a recession. We understand that a lot of it has to do with poor money management because you weren't, we were never taught this. Yep. Now what do you do now in this situation for those who, you know, our, 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 our show is 90% real estate and other 10% is just how to – navigate life for those who are listening who saying okay i know what recession is going on what do i do well in my opinion you cut back on the things that aren't necessary right you know like i was mentioning earlier the streaming services you need one right just to entertain yourself right cut back on the things that you don't need and take that money even if you can afford them take that money and you know invest in a, a good uh stock or bond bonds are coming back into uh, play now because the interest rates are climbing so that's going to be a good place um, but i always tell people buy real estate i teach people in a, see think about this if you're not in real estate people always tend to jump out of real estate at the wrong time right they jump right. in at the wrong time right right and i you and i know this you we make more money in a bad, like disastrous economy than we do a good economy. Now we've been in a great economy and we've all made money. We've all had good years in real estate, but we are about to get extremely wealthy for the people who know how to buy real estate. Right. Because if I or you or I can teach you how to buy properties where somebody literally gives you the deed, subject to, they're get behind by one or two payments. Remember, they're in the middle section of the country where they live paycheck to paycheck. When they get two payments behind, they're not, they're not, it's difficult to get out of that. Yeah. 
So we can take over that home called, with a technique called subject to, where somebody gives you the deed to the home, bring up the two payments, and now we have a loan that we're basically servicing, servicing at 3% because that's what they borrowed the money at. And now we can rent that out to someone at a higher rate, and we make four, five, six, seven hundred dollars a month. Right, and may have cost us, you know, as you say, fifteen hundred behind three thousand dollars. But you got to have that three thousand yes, to be able do. to make that move. Yes and no, because there are plenty of people that you know. I tell people all the time: four out of every ten people you you know have the potential to be a private lender of you. You just don't realize it until you are until you ask. Right. And that's that's that's, that's a whole game. other subject that's, matter. Yeah, that's, that's a whole, whole other class. That, that's the game right there. Right. right that's the right. game. So, you know, what I would leave everybody with is, yes, we are in a recession. If you're in the real estate world, don't panic. In fact, just learn another technique. Get your, yeah, get your skills get a good set up. Technique, you know, improve your skills. That's what we should be learning right now. You know, I tell people we play check. We play chess, not checkers. So right. we're always looking, you know, two, three steps out. Right. So two, three steps out is the economy is going to pull back. Now, someone asked me, is it going to be, is it going to uh, crash? The answer is no. It's not going to be like 2008 because 2008, the banks, that was a self-inflicted gunshot wound from the right, banks. Right, right? Right. They had bad loans. And then what they did was they stopped lending altogether. So there was no f- cash flow. There was no flow of money. Well, that's not the case now. But back then, we didn't have all the ancillary stuff, all the inflation that we had, and all the things that, you know, high appreciation, low wage. I mean, it just, it's a perfect storm right now. Right. So, in my opinion, we're going to have a similar effect, but it's not going to be like a crash. It's going to be a reset. It might be a hard reset, but it's not going to be a crash. So... In conclusion, what he is saying and what we are saying is position yourself to profit um, in this storm because the storm is coming. So get your umbrella out and 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 learn how to navigate. You know, they say a great a great um, sailor. Um, everybody can navigate when the when the sea is smooth. But what happens when the storm um, can you get back to shore? And as we're saying, a lot of those people going to drown because they haven't been taught properly how to swim Um upstream or against the current because they just don't have a tool set they don't they don't they don't have that stroke when because like they were already living and we talking about the middle class and this is why financial literacy and that term is thrown around but we're talking about just basic financial literacy of if you make three thousand dollars a month you don't need to live on three thousand dollars a month you need to live on two thousand at the at the most um but and and then credit cards aren't to be used to live no you know, if you ain't got enough to, to pay your your living expenses, I like to call them not just bills, and you're using a credit card, but it's it, it, you, you, you are trouble. setting yourself up for that domino effect. It's that that house is a house of cards. You know, that foundation cannot hold those cards to hire and keep going. So, um, what we just like to say is, reach out to one of us. You know, you see it on our page of how to get in contact with us. If you want to get your skills set up, you know, everybody's talking about scaling now, mind hacks. No, it's just learning. It's simple learning and how do you execute on what you're learning and realizing that you got to be willing to put in the work if you want to win. So uh, that's how Mr. Tycoon concludes it. Mr. Don DeRose, I'll let you take us home, and we'll see you soon. Well, 
my closing thing is learn how to buy subject to learn how to do creative financing. That's what you're going to need if you're in the real estate world. And those are the people that are listening typically learn how learn those creative real estate techniques and then also learn how to get rid of properties using those creative techniques because the days of putting it out there on the MLS and just putting lipstick on a pig and having some it sell in a matter of seconds that's going to go away so two pieces of advice don't pull back on your spending a little bit and use that to market your business to find motivated sellers learn learn creative techniques both from a buy and a sell so that's my advice to everybody so till next time you have been entertained and hopefully educated by the odd couple of real estate your children, Mr. Tycoon and Mr. Don Duadil DeRosa. Until peace. next time. Peace. peace.